River War. And essentially our idea with it was to simulate the complex interactions in modern warfare between large-scale combat operations, small-scale combat operations, uh, counterinsurgency warfare, and even a little bit of economics and government politics. So it's kind of a little bit of a role-playing game. So there will be three players on each side, which are representing two nations that could really be anybody, but they're represented by deer and coyotes, just to make them really look different from each other. There will be a civilian player on each team, a government player on each team, and a military player on each team. They all have their own objectives, they all have their own wants, they all have their own abilities. Government player, they're the one issuing orders, they're kind of playing a grand strategy game. Civilian players are trying to stay out of the line of fire, mostly until they're not. They can decide to shoot back eventually. Uh, military players are just trying to win engagements. The ultimate goal of the game is to get a peace treaty signed between two countries or whatever happens because different players can ally with each other. You can have a peace treaty that says basically anything. But the ultimate goal is to get a treaty in order to end the conflict, which that treaty will then set the stage for the next conflict. So the war isn't actually over when the game is over. It keeps going after that. It's just a ceasefire. But you put yourself in a positive situation by having a treaty that benefits your faction. I have to finish setting up all these little sectors. So to explain what I'm doing here, we have all these little areas of combat, which are just called sectors. They're basically a county-sized area. Um, the terrain is kind of inspired by upstate New York. We have 18 of them, and there's a variety of environments. Have forest, field, hills, and two urban environments. Each of them are relevant in different ways to gameplay. Fields are probably the most valuable because they are what you need to make money, which you can use to buy things like weapons, armor. And when I say armor, I mean like tanks, not body armor. But Um, yeah, so uh, in order to actually uh, conduct uh, battle, there are a bunch of different uh, unit types. You have just your standard infantry. They're not really, uh, they don't have a lot of special abilities. They, they're just sort of standard. Uh, but you have the most of them, and they're the cheapest to uh, sort of purchase, or otherwise, you know, that which simulates uh, their training. Uh, you have uh, snipers, uh, squad machine gunners, uh, those are sort of the basic sort of troop level units. There are also um, tanks and armored personnel carriers uh, that are a lot tougher to take out. Um, and then there are also artillery pieces, uh, which is why we have the different sectors, uh, because <coughs> you 
to use an artillery piece, you can't actually fire within your sector. You have to fire into an ad adjacent sector. Uh, but a hit by an artillery piece uh, does uh, massive damage to any type of unit. But you also have a higher probability of missing. Um, if you remember from when we presented earlier, uh, we had an idea to maybe include a lot of, uh, you know, helicopters or planes and anti-air. Um, unfortunately, we found that was a little bit too complicated, so we uh, removed that from our final prototype. Um, so now we have the uh, board set up. Um, so now we can probably. Uh, get out all of the pieces um, to set up. Um, since this is the sort of iteration one, if you will, you know, it's we're not picking up from a previous peace treaty. It has slightly different rules. Um, if we were continuing from a, a previous iteration, um, we we would just pick up uh, uh, where we left off, essentially, with all of the units uh, and territory being stipulated by that previous treaty. Uh, but since this is the first one, it has a couple of different rules. Um, so essentially what happens is uh, the designated government player has 150 coin money essentially to spend on whatever sort of uh, troops it wants. Um, and it can designate where uh, five of those units go and then the military gets to place the rest of them. And then the civilian has a preset number of uh, civilians it has, and it can place uh, it, the sort of farming equipment, which is what's used to produce corn, which then gets transported for money, and the transport trucks, which are uh, utilized to get the corn from the field uh, to the capital. Uh, we decided to include this because we wanted to give uh, opponent military players the ability uh, to take out civilian infrastructure as well as military infrastructure um, to give a different level or a higher level of strategy to the game. Okay, so uh, who wants to be on the Deer Coyote Deer team? Who wants to be on the Coyote team? And what positions do you guys want? Uh, the options are civilian, military, and government. Government is actually probably going to be the easiest position to play. Um, you're going to be issuing orders to people on your team, and you don't have to worry about a lot other than that. Uh, you don't really have to worry about the gritties. So if this seems really complicated for you, you just say, or you like grand strategy more than skirmish tactics, then I would recommend the government. The two you want to be doing since we're all cornering the house. Yeah, sure. Here, sure we can I'll take civilian then. Okay. All right. Uh, so I guess are we on the same team then? I guess we are. On we can play on that. But that's all right. Um, I'm here too. You're here too. Uh, what position do you want? Uh, I guess I'll be military. Okay. You can be military. No, I've got I don't care between the two of us. All right. So all right. I'll government. I'll be civilians. That's, I'm government. Okay. I'll be government. I'll be government. Make good decisions. I make no big decisions. Okay. Um, yeah. So Big we've got a lot of we got a lot of pieces. Uh, we got the little little fellows here. Yeah, um, they're all they're tiny all. cardboard cutouts of uh, or not cardboard paper. I did, we wanted cardboard, but we didn't have a lot of time. Yeah, I can show. Um, so military, 
Here are some of your guys. Those are going to be your squad machine gunners. Um, you can see that there's a little M249 that he's holding. Um, oh, shoot. Those are artillery pieces. I got cut off. That's okay. Some of them are a little bit hard to see what's going on. Um, Your sniper. Oh, yeah, quite a few of those. Um, uh, civilian, uh, yeah, civilian players sort of look like farmers. They don't have any uh, weapons on them. Uh, There's also hunters and militia, though, which militia um, they have assault rifles and hunters have hunting rifles, but they are also controlled by the civilian player. So basically, about yeah, I think we said three times, uh, three times a turn, you can turn a civilian into a militia or a hunter, and this basically allows the civilian player to be able to defend itself uh, to a limited capacity from in, uh, incoming uh, enemy military assault, or if the government or your friendly military is uh, not cooperating, it allows you to be able to sort of strike back. Uh, it gives the civilian player a little bit of uh, agency instead of just having them uh, get steamrolled, which isn't which doesn't seem fair, nor does it seem realistic. Also, um, something we kind of forgot to mention for the deer player over there, um, the government player is going to be in control of the deer infantry that have the skull bandanas on. Those are special forces. Um, so you guys get to be in charge of them. Wicked. Um, so basically if the military doesn't do what you want, you can use those guys to go kill them. Um, it's all about balance of power. Uh, that's your, that's your Iranian Revolutionary Guard or, uh, KGB, whatever you want to think of it as. That's, those are your enforcers, or you can use them on your civilian populace, you can use them on my civilian populace, you can, like, all the war crimes, absolutely, if they're not Let's doing go. what you, if you, if they're not doing what you want, you want them to do, you are encouraged to. I <laughs> love committing war crimes, and games of course. <laughs> games of course. Uh, and just to give you a little bit of a, an idea of what the unit costs are, uh, we have a table of all of the unit costs and the movement. Uh, so for the government player, uh, this is going to be particularly important. Yeah, absolutely. There's just so, so yeah. guys. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, the, the, the pieces took a, a, a considerable amount of time to create. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'll just hold this up. This is so we have our. Yeah. We have our unit, we have our cost, and we have the maximum amount of movement you can take on a single turn. Uh, so you don't have to take all of your movement, but if you're going to take all your movement, that's the maximum amount of spaces, squares here that you can take uh, uh, based on the different unit types. Uh, the infantry tends to move fairly quickly, and then yeah. The tanks to balance them, they, they move very, very slow. They also, tanks and armored personnel carriers also cannot move through forest environments. Is a tree cover's too dense? Um, you'll notice that uh, forest environments are the dark green, uh, non-tilled fields are the light green, <coughs> and uh, tilled fields are going to be the brown with the hash marks in them. 
those are the ones that you're harvesting if you're the civilian player. Um, so part of this is kind of just a farming simulator, but it's a farming simulator until you get attacked and you have to do guerrilla warfare um, before, you know, the enemy military starts committing war crimes, which, you know, they might do. You also have the option to not fight. Nobody's saying that anybody has to fight, but it's in your interest too. Yeah, because, I mean, especially the military player gets a lot of points in the treaty system uh, if they win engagements. That, that's sort of how we distinguish uh, each player, so we don't have just like one team winning. We have, we have side objectives of capturing land and get, um, gaining money for like reparations, but we also have uh, individual, uh, uh, individual player sort of requirements in the treaty. So the government gets, think, points for how much money they've made. Uh, the civilian player uh, gets points for how many civilians they have still standing. And then the military player gets a lot of points based on winning engagements. So it really is in your best interest to, to uh, be fighting. Yeah, in a, in a, uh, in uh, a future iteration of this game, we would definitely like to have the pieces pre-separated. Uh, yeah, a, a pre-separated, um, and B probably cardboard so that they're a little bit easier to handle. Um, and then, uh, you know, ha having player aids would be nice. Uh, we didn't, unfortunately, uh, we, we ran out of time uh, to be able to make those, but those would be really nice to have in the future. Right. I think everybody's mostly got their stuff, so let's just have them start setting up. Uh, yep, uh, so the government player, uh, you have 150 coin to spend, uh, and you can sort of dictate uh, what get what you, uh, the military player starts out with. So, let's see. All right, Chief General, what do you want? That's your decision. You have a bond? Yeah, but Okay. Uh, so, you could have a lot. You could do a lot with that. Mm -hmm. uh, right, where, where's our the thing the over there? We need yeah. some of that. Uh, How many you get five tractors. Okay. If they've got the night the vision goggles, on the, on the coyote team, if they've got the night vision They're goggles and the black band, they are special forces, exclude the government. Uh, artillery piece. Uh, these are also yours. Uh, one artillery. Keep taking five shells. Guys, like this. I don't know. So, that brings so to save your time. Okay. Yeah. We're going to try to. Get this going Yeah, we're gonna. Yeah, we're gonna uh, try and get this going. Uh, okay. Um, obviously, this is meant to be played in, in a little bit of a longer iteration. It's not meant to be like. What do you feel? You're, you're, you know, you're quick. You know, play it in an hour yep. and finish. This is more like playing a, a longer version of Catan, Catan essentially. You know, it's meant to simulate. You know, it's meant to simulate. You know, the complexities of a large scale and long time span that a war usually undergoes. And uh, all right, we'll let you get replaced. Okay. Where you placing them? 
Uh, let's see. We'll say. One artillery. Okay. That's the border here. Yeah, the border is in the middle. So that's the deer side. This is the coyote side. So we'll put uh, one there. Uh, one there because those are completely covered. Uh, one there. One there. Oh yeah, you can make the in there. Right. So yeah, because I can't put the tanks in the forest, it makes it a little bit uh, more complicated. And then one there. So that's a lot. That obviously it's supposed to be a lot harder to get the heavy uh, the heavy equipment uh, because they are so overpowered. So that right there represents. Let's see. Uh, 64, 64, 74. Uh, that's 74 points, so that's about half of. Um, How many civilians do I get to place again? 30. 3? 30. 30. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, um, setup takes a little while um, because, you know, part of because obviously what we want to have a lot of things um, player driven um, so that they can make their own decisions um, and really uh, influence uh, what um, uh, the actual war looks like, um, which we felt was appropriate. Um, and then, so yeah. Um, the point is to make it offer a diverse selection of scenarios that you can play out with this. Which so, results in there being a lot of moving parts. You guys started placing things. We have our units, but we're not sure about like the rules for placing. Um, you can uh, initial placement. You can place them wherever you want on your, your side, as long as it follows the, the rules. So like you can't place tanks in a forest, and okay. that's pretty. So I can place everything. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Are tractors different than farmers? Uh, yeah. Okay. So those those are what you're using to harvest. Yeah. Okay. So so the tractors go on the the uh, brown squares, and and uh, if you if you move your tractor through a brown square, you get one corn, and then. Um, you which ones are the tractors? They're in here. Yeah. You know, they're in here. That's why we can find the tractors. How do it? How many you guys need? We got five. One. How many civilians do you have to place? Five. Thirty, but you don't have to place all of them. What are these? Yeah, yeah definitely Black this would be a game that I think would translate a lot better like Battle from Moscow did uh, onto a digitized version. Uh, it would definitely, um, you'd definitely be able to get through uh, the setup a lot easier. Um, I think it, uh, yeah, it, it'd make the, the setup go a lot faster. Um, which we're obviously uh, running into as an issue here. Um, yeah, big games take a lot of setup time. Yep. Uh, and the, a lot of finding pieces. Oh, yeah. Um, as this is a prototype, uh, in a future version, we're hoping to make it easier by not having them be made out of paper. Uh, but we 
worked with what we had uh, fairly short notice. Well, I guess it wasn't short notice, but it took a lot of time to do. It took a lot of time to get everything. Yeah, yeah we took a lot of time to refine the rules because you guys had a lot of uh, really good points uh, yeah. in, in our sort of yeah. uh, pre uh, presentations that we made along the way uh, that we had to take into consideration. Uh, you can place five military units, I believe. No, I. He already placed them. I already placed them. You can place the rest. Oh, so I just placed them right wherever that I'm allowed to place. Yeah. Yeah. I think I <coughs> I Infantry or sport. Yeah, as well. Because you uh, get a lot more. Is there a limit? I work, do I just get rid of everything? Uh, I, I, I think you have. That's the field. That's the field. Okay. We can start with like what we have right now because we're just trying to show you sort of the, the basics of the game. Uh, you don't have it. You don't have any. We'll start. About to be murdered by here. Yes, probably. Mm. No, you, you have tanks, so you're probably okay. And you also have this. Also, if you guys um, would like to take out tanks, then there are anti-tank weapons that you can buy. Um, should be in your rules. Uh, but yeah, that, but yeah, you, uh, it's a, um, infantry type, uh, troops have the ability to tank, take out tanks, APCs, and um, artillery pieces, but the only way to do that is by anti-tank rounds. Uh, and uh, let's just say if you, if you better hope you only get one, a maximum of one per um, infantry unit, so don't miss, uh, or you're probably going to lose that unit. Yeah, thankfully this is not a three or four hour setup, but it, it does take a little bit to, to get the game going. Alright, yeah, let's just keep going. Um, so you guys can move first. Um, whoever's doing a thing, do a thing. So yeah, the military. Alright, Mr. President, where am I going? How much room have you got? It depends on what units you know, are at the front. At the front, those are the infantry. Okay. Six, six minutes. <coughs> Great. Um, that artillery over there looks like it's open. Let it go. Okay. Let me go beat it faster. <laughs> so you're supposed to support artillery with infantry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's the rule for moving diagonally? Is that just uh, yeah, it's the exact same. Okay. Yeah, you can move one uh, diagonally, horizontally, vertically. Yeah. That, that's the nice thing about having squares. Um, uh -oh. <laughs> there is perhaps a lesson that just because you know the doctrine doesn't mean you don't have players to do you follow Yeah, that's true. Boss. Yeah. <laughs> the artillery is locked down. Alright. Uh oh. Can we attack in this round? Uh, yeah. I think I have movement now that I'm just a civilian in the area. Do you remember off the top of the head, your, uh, top of your head, how many I can move? Uh, civilian? Uh. I think civilian uh, gets, what, six? Okay, yeah, I'm gonna try to leave this sector then. Actually, no, I'm gonna stay in the sector um, <coughs> just because I only moved three here, just to demonstrate that I can move, but 
You know what? I'm going to give you guys the opportunity to do the right thing and not kill me. <laughs> right. um, I love war crimes. <laughs> war crimes. Okay, so are we able to attack the artillery? Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. How's that combat resolve? I don't, I don't know how that works. Uh, roll the dice. The Yeah, so basically we also wanted to show that um, Warfare has a pretty high casualty uh, rate. Um, so if you roll, what, what what was it? I think anything but a one on that that die, uh, it's a hit and otherwise uh, it is a miss. So if you want to roll the d6. Lucas, is this the updated rule book? Yeah. Five. Uh, yeah, it's a hit. Yeah, so the artillery piece goes away. That's because this is the wrong yeah. rule book. Uh, so the other thing we wanted to do is not make it have be complete steamroll. So it's it, it's also back and forth combat. So now uh, you you uh, we would be able to go um, and uh, make a counterattack maybe with one of these tanks on the front or with the artillery piece in the other sector. Yeah. So. If you want to use that artillery piece there and shell okay. this sector, you can do that. Um, are there any civilians there? there because I want to target them specifically. <laughs> yeah. There are two civilians in that sector. Okay. Let's commit some war crimes, guys. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, go Did ahead. I just roll? Wait yeah. a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. No. Uh, yeah, the artillery should You don't just roll, though. Yeah, you, you roll, but. If there's a miss, or if it gets complicated, right? Yeah, you have to pick an area though, to be. Oh yeah, you have to you have to like pick a square. So like, yeah. which square you want to hit? Which, so, I guess that's where the civilian is. Okay. All right. Some casualties. So go 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 ahead and roll. Make yourself a roll, man. Oh no. So uh, so yeah, artillery pieces have a higher chance of missing mm -hmm. because of uh, wind drift. So now you have to. Oh, you missed. Yeah, so you didn't necessarily lose that tractor. Not yet, anyway. Uh, oh, I was just starting to get out the other. So yeah, roll a d. So roll that d6 again. Uh, two. So it'll it'll miss by two spaces, and then I guess go ahead and roll again. So one. it'll miss. It'll. So one was here. So. It actually lands here instead uh, because it's a miss and does nothing. The second so. time we need to Okay, so okay. That, that's just a bit of the uh, playthrough. Obviously, um, the, you know, it still needs a fair, fair bit of work, uh, but it's, a, it's um, definitely a work in progress right now.